Well, how does God equip the saints? Well, we talk about that today, and, and I hope that you've equipped yourself to get ready to hear what God has to say through this podcast. I hope that you can stick with us and join us for the rest of this. Well, we are here, Steve and Eddie. Uh, we're here at Podcast uh, Crossroads 98 is what it's called. You can find us on any kind of podcast listening apparatus uh, or link or, or website or what I mean by that is to uh, find that favorite one of yours and uh, look us up. I think that we're on many of them. iTunes, I know that for sure. But right on our own very own uh, website, and that would be uh, crossroads98.com. So uh, we're really glad that you're here today, and uh, Eddie, it's good to see you, buddy. And and uh, it's, uh, we we might not have the same storms as we had been having last week, uh, but we do have some of the humidity that stayed around. Yeah, that's for sure. It's yeah. sticky. Yeah, and it is sticky. I see that you're wearing a Colts hat today. I see that uh, the preseason games have started. So um, well, not necessarily that you're a Colts fan. No, you're a Bears I'm a Bears fan, fan actually, but yeah. I wear this hat in honor of the great state of Indiana and all the Hoosiers. And well, there you go. And, uh, you know, coming from, both of us coming from uh, being a part of Illinois and, and being raised in Illinois and then coming over, we have drug a couple of things over here into the Hoosier land. Yeah. Hoosier, Hoosierville. <laughs> we've uh, pulled the Cubs uh, uh, over here. We've, well, although we've seen a lot of Cubs fans here, but um, now I'm not a Bears fan. I'm I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan, and uh, that stems all the way back to Roger Staubach and Tom Landry and those good old boys that uh, I well, started and, watching a long time. I know you mentioned the Chicago Cubs. It's it's our same old mantra that we say, just wait till <laughs> wait next year. Next year. <laughs> yeah, just wait till next year. That's what we say. So. Mm-hmm. And uh, this morning I was persuaded, tried to, to be persuaded to switch to becoming a Cardinal fan. And uh, this individual said he would buy me paraphernalia, whether it's shirts and hats and all that kind of, and it would make my wife and son extremely happy. So I'm I'm not buying it. I don't think I'm, <laughs> can't not, do fall, it. not falling for it. No, when I been way too many when, years, hasn't it? No, when you're when you sign up with the Cubs, it's a it's a lifetime you, situation. Yeah, you, regardless of the circumstances, we've kind of been through way too many other things. Weather uh, the storms and in the past. On. That's right. So you know uh, that way we can say we're diehard. You know. Well, it unless uh, we uh, uh, digress in this whole process, um, we. We love getting right to it and, and reminding you of the hope and the, the love of Jesus Christ. We are so glad that you've joined us here today. And, and we do want to talk about um, last week's message and, and dig a little deeper about it and, and talk about how God does equip us and, um, and how He does that to do His will in our lives. So um, as we get started here today, uh, we're going to have a word of prayer and then just dive right in. So let's bow our heads and do that. Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for the love that you have given to us and that you just shine across the world. And Lord, in thinking about the world and the devastation that's going out in the different parts of, of the world right now, we, we bring our brothers and sisters uh, of Afghanistan, uh, the Christian brothers and sisters there, and all those that are being held uh, and abused and, and the evil that has been surrounded uh, in these areas. And 
we ask, Father, that you would hide your children yes, and uh, keep, them uh, keep them safe in your in your loving arms and your hands, and may they be hidden in the shadow of the Almighty. Uh, as Psalms 91 uh, reminds us that we need to continue to pray that over them, that, Lord, you are so good to hear our prayers, and you are so gracious and kind and merciful, and we just pray that, that as they keep the faith, as they continue to evangelize, and, and as they continue to spread the word of Jesus Christ, even in the midst of this struggle and this um, uh, just this barrage of, of evil upon them and their families, I just pray that you would hold them tightly, firmly, uh, uh, in the power of Jesus Christ, and I ask that you would protect them. When we think about Haiti and the devastation there, the, the floods and the hurricane and the earthquake and all of the storms that, are, that have just riddled that, uh, that land. And Lord, we pray for those that are able to help, like Fanal, and, yeah. and uh, I pray that you just protect our brother as he goes out to, to buy the things that are needed for tents to help shelter people and yes, provide temporary homes. And Lord, we ask that you would be with this tropical storm as it surges through the Cayman Islands and the different parts of uh, uh, in the uh, south of uh, Florida, and we just ask that you would protect uh, them. And Lord, we we know that it's not just in these areas; it's it's places like China and things of of other areas, uh, Russia as well. That that uh, here and even in this uh, the United States of America, where uh, we've been given such freedom, that Lord, we need to keep our eyes open and pray for this mission land as well. But Lord as we have so much to be thankful for and so much to give, may we humble ourselves before you and ask the Almighty, ask you, Father, to lead and guide and direct in all ways. May you protect and strengthen those loved ones, your children, as they're across this world. Lord, now as we speak about the way that you equip us to do your will, I pray that, Lord, your words will be said and, and spoken. And Lord, you will have your way during this time. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Well, I get, uh, started out talking about last week about Marines and the equipment they have. And like I mentioned, some names, Nate and Chris. And now I'm, this young guy was in the Army in Afghanistan that's coming. It's a, a nurse that he uh, associated. He could empathize with the fact that all this equipment, how heavy it is, and how mm -hmm. they wear it into combat. And like we say a lot around here, that we as followers of Christ are, we're at war every day. We don't maybe pay as much attention to it as we should. And as you've said on numerous occasions, you put that armor on before you get out of bed because mm. we're at war, even within the context context of ourselves as the Holy Spirit and Satan vie for our attention, but also for our families and people that we love. And just like you've mentioned, all the people around the world, we're we fight this spiritual war. You don't see them, but they're there. So God has, uh, he, he equips us to do that. And it's the last message in Hebrews 13. And it comes down and it's, it's I talked about benedictions that God gives uh, uh, to send us out on our way. You know, uh, high church, they had an invocation that welcomes us in and then the benediction that's uh, a blessing for they for they send us out, and that's what the writer of Hebrews is doing. He's giving us this blessing for uh, he sends us on our way. Um, the first one we mentioned was number six twenty four and twenty six. 
Uh, I've heard this a lot in different places, and what it's a great way to send people out. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you peace. And in, in first, 2 Corinthians 13, 14, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And then this, uh, this is a great one in Jude. Now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to make you stand in the presence of his glory blameless with great joy to the only God our Savior, through Jesus Christ our Lord, be glory, majesty, dominion, authority before all time and now and forever. Amen. And in, in Hebrews 13, 20 and 21, the writer closes with this. Now the God of peace who brought us up from the dead, the great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the eternal covenant, even Jesus our Lord, equip you in every good thing to do his will, working in us that which is pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. So when I didn't realize that, so I, I got into this message that these were, these were Christians that were persecuted and disheartened, and they, were, uh, they had no hope, and the writer of Hebrews was trying to give them this hope that, um, uh, that the benediction falls on, on them. It talks about God's will and tells us treat uh, three important facts about God's will. But the fact is, I am sure that in that situation that there's a lot of people today that's around the world that's suffering and they're wondering, man, what's up with this? <laughs> How's this fit in to my life as I follow Christ? But, you know, it's like we said before, he didn't, he didn't promise it. It's always going to be easy, but he's always promised to go through it with us and that we would uh, maybe be strengthened and learn something yeah. in, in those dire circumstances. So the three uh, aspects of God's will is, is the first one is this, what makes God's will happen? It refers to Almighty, the Almighty as the God of peace in verse 20. He, he's the one that makes it, it happen. And he, that word for peace is shalom. Uh, it means absence of strife. Man, oh man, and how much do we need peace in our lives here in America? But you think about people in Haiti and Afghanistan in the midst of this situation that they're in, how much they need peace. Mm -hmm. And it can be found only in Christ. Right. Regardless of the circumstances that's going on around us, in Christ we can have joy and peace. It's, it's you know, I, I don't know, uh, a lot of people probably, I don't know what percentage have been in the military and whatever, and you're in those situations. I think the, one of the best illustrations I've seen is in the movie Full Metal Jacket, that this kid's in boot camp in the Marine Corps. And uh, he's being punished. He's having to stand and hold these buckets of sand out. And if they lower him, he gets whacked. But in his mind, he went somewhere else. He, it, of course, to us, we go to Christ. We go to the, we go to the scripture that we've learned. We, we go to the hope that's within us with Christ that we can endure things just because of that. Now, this whole body gets beat up. And um, it's like Paul told Timothy, yes, Timothy, all those that live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. First Timothy three twelve, or I, I believe that's where that's found. But anyhow, that's the that's the point that we have been so spoiled in America, myself included, that when any kind of uh, catastrophe or anything comes, sometimes we instead of embracing it, we fall apart. Right. But, but I do believe the days are coming that. We're going to have to be strong in Christ for ourselves, for our families, and for those in the world that's seeking 
seeking hope, you know, because there's not a lot of places to find hope today. It's the same way with grace. Church is the only place where grace is on tap. Regardless of who you are, what you've done, you can come in and find grace. No one else offers that in the world anywhere. So that's kind of where we're at. So uh, what makes God's will happen, God does. And he does it through his peace. In Hebrews 13, 20, the next phrase says, who brought up from the dead the great shepherd of the sheep. It, it, it shows us, it shows us the power of God that He can. He has life over death as His calling card to the world. That's why I'm a believer in Jesus Christ and not Buddha or not the million gods of the Hindus. It's because Jesus Christ did what He said. He came back from the dead. All those other people that started these so-called religions—they're all dead. They stayed dead. Right. They had no power mm-hmm. in Christ. <laughs> He's defeated our worst enemy. That's right. Give us a door, you know. Uh, so, uh, secondly, how, second fact is how does God's will happen? He will nourish and refresh us, and He will protect us from the wolves that would attack us. That's in John 10. Uh, Hebrews 11:20 says, "The great Shepherd of the sheep." He talks about that. As sheep, we are prone to wander. Isaiah 53 tells us all of us like sheep have gone astray each of us has turned his own way and that's as sheep we're not real smart sometimes you know that's like I said I don't know why God picked sheep it's because they need a they need a shepherd that's why he picked sheep yeah and that's what's why he didn't make his honey badgers like I said <laughs> honey badgers they, they are wild there's a wildest animal alive but because but they have their own they go their own way mm-hmm. they don't they don't listen they, they don't follow any direction so to speak but as sheep sheep follow the shepherd shepherd waters them takes care of them protects them on and on and that's the concept that we need that we're not very good on our own you know and that's the point with that we're defenseless we, we need that he equips us in every good thing to do his will not our own will but his will the term equip carries with it the idea of restoring helping along giving encouraging thoughts the writer to the Hebrews ex- expresses in his benediction that the idea that God is fighting for us in our corner, that he's always there, that he never leaves us. And oh, then, Great promise. And then the third fact is uh, the result that follows about his will. A large part of Hebrews 13, 20, one reveals the request or the results of his equipping and working in us. When we do his will, we bring him glory, which is why we are put on this earth to begin with. That's why we're here. 1 Corinthians 10, 31, man's chief aim is to glorify God and enjoy him forever. That is why we're here. But So that gets fuzzy sometimes in our minds that we're here for a lot of different reasons. But in all actuality, that's... It's the only reason we're here is to mm-hmm. glorify God. And mm-hmm. We should be doing that in our lives. You, you know? know, and Paul, the Apostle Paul, speaks about uh, boasting, and where he boasts is in his weaknesses. He says, "If I were to boast of anything, that I boast in my of my weakness, so that He is prominent, His power is prominent. God's power is prominent, mm-hmm. and is then brought forth to do the glory." of his will in Paul and as we look at that and we think about that the Apostle Paul humbles himself is equipped understands that God has equipped him in many ways but 
in that of his own strength he's very weak and that he desperately yeah. needs yeah. the power of God yeah. to move forward yeah, this yeah. is the same for us same for us and then those those two verses again now the God of peace who brought up from the dead the great shepherd of the sheep through the blood of the eternal covenant even Jesus our Lord equip you in every good things to do his will working in us that which is pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ to whom be the glory forever and ever amen as we look on those two verses as they sink hopefully within our hearts and in our minds um, they're they, they should affect us in three areas regarding God, His will, and His glory. Regarding God, since He is God, the God of peace who cannot die, we should st stop worrying. Boy, that's, that's huge. Mm -hmm. We don't need to worry. Anxiety, stress. We don't need that. Fear. We choose we to have. No, we in do. our lives, we choose that. We do. We, and we, have to, we have to meet it face on. Right, face to face. When it comes up, we have got to do something about it immediately. Yeah. And that is to direct it accordingly. Put it right back into the hands of the Father. Put it somewhere, and the best place to put it would be the hands of the Father. Yeah. And bounce it away from your thoughts. And I say bounce it away. I, I've used that terminology or the phrase so many times, but but directing it so that as we renew our mind in Christ, as we renew our mind in the scriptures and in, in the word, then we are able to direct it back to the Father whose hands are capable to take that which we are not capable of, of handling. Mm -hmm. We like to try to handle it oh, with, with our sure. stress because we think, oh, well, this just is, at least it's making me feel something. See, that's the problem. Yeah, yeah that's exactly right. And in re the second one was regarding his will since we cannot fulfill his will on our own we should stop trying to manufacture fruit we should simply abide in the vine and allow his power to be manifested in our lives we can't make things happen we just got to allow him to flow through us as the fruit of the spirit comes out and then regarding his glory since god's glory cannot be shared we should stop striving for it and saying look at me and wanting, mm. wanting the glory ourselves because it you know it's on god right so that's the two things. God's will. Do you feel like you're in God's will? Why or why not? And then glorifying God. What does this mean to you? What does it mean to you to, to glorify God? So, no, that's... So, you know, as we turn it towards our everyday living and, and the thinking of, of the struggles that we have, you know, as... as um, you know, we go on and do our day. We, we start our work day. Things grab our attention. Um, we might take a break. And uh, what I know about a lot of times breaks are maybe you grab a, another cup of coffee, but you either check out the news or you go to the social networking, and it starts to pull your brain away from mm -hmm. that which God uh, wants to intend us to do so my question is maybe for the both of us is how how do we how do we as um, as these sheep that are so easily um, strayed many times by our thoughts and we wander and how can we grab a hold of our attention and keep keep that equipment 
keep that thought, keep that armor on, keep those things prevalent in our minds. Just, let's just talk that out a little bit and, and help the relevancy of everyone's lives as we kind of think about it. You know, what are we handling? You know, we've got the phone in our hands. Uh, most of us have one in our pocket or our hands or purse or whatever all the time. Um, let's talk about that a little bit. I think, you know, the first thing that come to my mind is is what we allow in through our five senses in the course of a day. What we allow in. Mm-hmm. If we don't guard it, you know, like I said, we hear all these different voices. Uh, and a lot of times we let the other voices in the world drown out the voice of the Holy Spirit. And I think it's the fact that, you know, we need spiritual hearing aids to a degree and that. We need spiritual glasses. You know, uh, we need... Uh, a spiritual um, megaphone, exactly, <laughs> and and a word processor. Yeah, there you go. In our minds, that sure. And before before long, it it, it and regardless of what company you're in, it, a lot of times, it, you know, I've always heard that about uh, you take one positive person and put them in a room of whiners, they'll, they'll, that positive person will come out a whiner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. it, that makes a lot of sense. So. It's it's the it's the issue of always guarding your heart. You have to guard your heart twenty four seven. And sometimes we don't, and we pay the price. Uh, so I, I think it's it's in that whole five senses area, you know, um, sight and maybe not so much smell, but especially with our voice and our hearing, and um, yeah. even even grabbing and touching actions. What do you what do you touch in the day with your you know with your your hands kind of goes back to uh, the simple song uh, when we were in Sunday school. Be careful, yeah, little, yeah. Be careful, little hands, what you touch, you touch, sure. or what you be careful, little eyes, what you see. Um, well, and, and I think it does reflect the company that we keep. Yeah, we got to be in the world, but you can't be a part of it. That's right. If you're not strong enough to be, you need to stay away from that. Uh, we'd be like. Uh, an alcoholic going into somewhere where they sell alcohol and hanging out with a bunch of people drinking. If you're not strong enough to, don't, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, you fall right back into it. Yeah, don't darken the door of of those areas. Uh, which, you know, and some just don't need to be darkened anyway. No. You know? Well, um, I think it's the same with what we watch. Correct. Whether it's on television or movies or on our phones or on our computers and on and on and on. It's just. It's just that constantly being on guard and saying a thousand times a day, help me, Jesus. Help me, Jesus. Help me to be who you've called me to be. Um, I know that I'm going to mention this, and it's probably not exactly the way I read it yesterday, but the, the person or the heart that God knows is the one that's in the private, is the one that is is in the shadows behind closed doors mm-hmm. you've mentioned it many times that that uh, you know even a, f- a family member will know knows uh, better the person that that um, you are um, at home who and, are you and no one's looking yeah that's, that's the point that's it and God knows that person um, uh, because he knows fully of you he, he knows your deepest thoughts and your your hidden secrets, the shadows of, of the heart. And so as we allow him to do a great work in us, 
no matter the shadow, allowing him to be a part of that and to, we've mentioned this before, again, bringing up the dross in our life so he can, he can discard it. He can, he can work on that. He can work in your life. And, and the sifting that happens in our lives is very important. And we, we need to do it so that the words that come out of our mouths are representation of, of his words, uh, of the word of the scriptures, of the things that, that we allow in are, are filtered or allowed. Input, output, that yeah, kind of thing. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, um, you know, it, it, it's important. Again, you've mentioned it, the Holy Spirit, to be very, um, to be sensitive to the nudging, to the, to the uh, what we call conscious, the, the, um, the, the processing that we do. And if we're more attentive, then we allow God to do a mighty work in us. And he, you know, I'll, I'll mention this. Um, if you've not grabbed a hope um, chest uh, from, the, uh, from the hope project that, that uh, Pastor Chris has um, initiated and, and many have worked on, that that's a great way to do it mm-hmm. because you can, if you're dealing with something, you can rifle through quickly and, and grab, or maybe there's a favorite scripture, a card, and you can put it in your pocket or your your planner or your purse and you can have it on your desk and you can be reminded of that and as scriptures go into the mind and through the heart and they'll come out of your mouth see the mind is much like a bank deposit or bank uh, uh, account in a sense that we're going to deposit things in our mind and if we go to extract something yeah. positive we need to have put something positive and God lay in uh-huh. first. And so, uh, you know, it's much like I was told, like, if you go to a bank and, and uh, yeah, I need $100. And it's like, sorry, sir. We, well, I've been putting things in. He goes, yeah, uh, you know, uh, whatever it might be, 100 tomatoes is not going to yeah. work. You know, it's not the same as 100. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we, we don't know what to do with that. Or, uh, uh, you know, the, 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 the what kind of things are we putting in? And, so when we go to extract. So we just want to encourage you to stay equipped. Allow the, the Father to speak through to you in His Word, uh, through His Holy Spirit. Stay equipped by putting on the full armor of God. And do this daily. It, Quite honestly, staying connected takes a daily endeavor. It does. And, um, and humbling ourselves before the Father. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a great word, and I appreciate it. You bringing that, um, being obedient to bring it to us this last Sunday, Pastor. I do have, um, I did hear from Sam, not in its entirety, uh, and I don't have a lot to share other than just a title, um, but he did share what he's going to be sharing this coming Sunday, and that title is Take the Cup. And so uh, he doesn't have a scripture reference off of that right now that he shared with me, but uh, Take the Cup, and... Um, our mind can wander off to wonder what he's going to be speaking about on that, uh, the cup of Jesus. We did do communion last week. We were reminded of supp- supplicate, uh, our, um, supp- well, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but anyway, communing together yeah. <laughs> um, uh, with uh, the body of Christ and the, and, uh, the body, blood of Jesus Christ as we do communion. And um, so I'm wondering if that that's along that lines. Yeah. Take the cup. What that means uh, is we take the cup from Jesus to pour ourselves out as mm-hmm. living sacrifices as well. 
But as in all of this, uh, be praying for Sam and be praying for uh, those that um, that will be hearing the word. And um, we're just going to stay attentive to his leading. So, Pastor, as we wrap this up here today, um, boy, just um, pray for us, will you, as, uh, as we lead on out of this. Lord, thank you for loving us. And uh, I say this a lot because it means so much that you are such a good, good father and you continue to love us. Now, we appreciate that immensely, Lord, and we appreciate all the things you offer us in our life, the advantages that we have of being your children. And I, we think about your will. Uh, you have a will for all of us. I know we have our own will, but your will should supersede all of that as we um, allow you to guide and direct us, Holy Spirit, in this world. We are light and we are salt, and we just pray that you'd help us to be that. And that's all uh, combined in the concept of your will for us and we find out your will lord by being obedient by listening to you and as the scripture has said today that you equip us to do good works and when we do that we glorify you that's your your will that we do that so i just pray for each one of us lord that hears this that that's what's going on in our lives that you know as we think about how to overcome life and all the things that comes at us and how to hear your voice above all others i just pray that for us as well today we love you god we give you praise and glory i pray for my brother sam as he speaks here sunday be with our church lord and i pray for all those that uh, are suffering today and for different reasons a lot of different reasons in life and i pray that the holy spirit that uh, you help them overcome uh, the negative thoughts and all the fear and the doubts that come that they can plead the blood of Christ and say your name Lord and and you take it from us and you carry that burden and we are sure thankful for that so we give you praise and glory for who you are Lord and we just ask all these things in the name of Christ amen amen well thank you for sharing your time with us pastor and um, we're just glad to be able to bring a good word uh, as we continue to fight the good fight, as we continue to equip ourselves in the name of Jesus Christ. So be diligent, folks. Um, stay ready and stay, um, well, as, as the scriptures say, uh, trim those wicks. Make sure that they're burning bright mm -hmm. uh, for uh, the, the coming of our Lord Jesus, uh, no matter the time, the day. Um, he will come as of a thief in the night, and we need to always stay ready, not only uh, for ourselves in that sense, but for the glory of God and the kingdom work here on earth. So thank you again for joining us. God bless you, and may you have peace that just passes all understanding as you continue this day and into the rest of the week. God bless you. And until next week, we'll say goodbye.